Welcome to the December 14th, 2023 meeting of the Science Fiction Club. And we are discussing a book we have read together or attempted to read, depending on who it is. I guess we'll see. Uh, Upgrade by Blake Crouch, which came out last year, actually, but uh, Bard just got it a few weeks ago. So uh, um, anybody want to go first? Um, any any. Anybody want to go first and say what they thought about it? I suppose I could. Yeah, Martin, uh, you, I was I was going to ask about you if you didn't make it today because uh, you yeah, haven't been here for a meeting or at least of, one. Two meetings, yeah. Yeah, two meetings, yeah. Wow. So go ahead. Yeah, we're glad you're back. Well, thank yeah, you. great. Well, I have mixed feelings about it. It was, you know, the parts of it that was really exciting, but I, I, I think some of these things were a little bit far-fetched. One of the things that I couldn't really understand is why he was saying that, that the humanity was was really in danger as a species. Um, I'm not sure if he presented, either I didn't miss it or the author didn't present a real logical reason as to why it would prompt his mother to, you know, to try to use a genetic man manipulation to try to get people to be more protected, even if it meant killing millions in the process. Um, but in general, it was it was a pretty good book. Uh, as I said, I think he went too much into the genetic genetic part of it for me, and it it, it was sort of unequal. There were parts that went to move real quick towards the end when he was in that building going going after his sister, but then it also had some very touching parts when he had to say goodbye, you know, approach his wife and daughter, and saw that she was with this new new person who, fortunately, apparently was a, a good match for her. So he had to do a lot of sacrifice, but apparently he still had a mission to fulfill. So uh, I would say I would give it a positive, um, uh, you know, uh, observation. Great. Can I go next? Can I? Can I go yeah, next? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I y'all know I, I don't read much science fiction, but. I don't know. This, this book kind of captivated me because I, you know, I read Blake Crouch before. I don't. I can't tell you what the book was. Yeah, you know, I, I I liked it. It was it was kind of out there. Uh, I, I read it for another book group uh, a, a long time ago. But yeah, you know, I, th I thought that I thought this had a, a a great it had a great concept. I thought. I mean, the, the the whole genetically modified thing and you know the genetic protection act and the whole nine yards. I, you know. I, I I could see some of this stuff kind of happening, but but I but I, I agree with Martin. It you know it, it it got a little lost in terms of uh, uh you know they threw out you know well I mean we've all known humanity is stupid. Humanity's been stupid for a long time, and, and we're and it's just getting stupider and, and making bad decisions about stuff. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure we could say that that means that uh, we're gonna we're gonna cease to exist. I mean again, it, it could happen. I mean I can see it. I can see it, some, some some wackos getting in, in power and blowing the whole world up and stuff. So I mean, it could happen. But uh, uh, he he was kind of fast and loose with that. But uh, I, I guess he had to make it so he was trying to to set up some kind of justification for the people that were trying to do this. But I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, you know, the the, the thing that, that that I wish he would have delved a little bit more into was the whole. The whole nature versus nurture thing. I mean, sure. I mean, you could go in there and tweak somebody's genes and stuff, and and make them more, 
you know, you enhance, you can enhance them physically in some way. That's not going to make them a better person though. I, I'm sorry. You know, yeah, it, it, it might make them better where they can remember stuff or, or, or this and that and the other. But I mean, the people we are, are, I mean, it's an infinite variety of things that make us who we are and, 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 and nurt- the way we're nurtured has as much to do with it as, as the way our genes are and stuff. And I, I thought he kind of dropped, I wish he would de- had delved a little bit more into that side of things, but, but I guess the, the book would have been too long, but, uh, uh, but you know, I, I, I enjoyed the concept and, and you know, I, I guess I was thinking it was going to be more like an, like an X-Men movie kind of, this guy was going to turn into some kind of mutant, but, uh, uh, but, uh, uh, it, it, you know, I thought it was better at the beginning, and, and I, I'm not sure that the, the my initial favor of it carried all the way through. But 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 I finished, and and, and I enjoyed the read. So uh, thank thanks for letting me thanks for letting me share my comments. So I'll give somebody else a turn. Now. Well, all right. Oh, that I'm sorry. I I'm not going to say my whole thing, but that was the argument that he used against his sister. Though, if you read it. He right. was arguing that very thing that exactly. just increasing human yeah. intelligence is not going to solve the problem. It's just <laughs> yeah, going to make right, yeah. everybody going to make serial killers smarter oh, right. serial right. killers. Right. It's just yeah, going to make you know. So that was the whole reason he opposed his sister. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was that her very thing you're talking about? Was the fact that increasing intelligence does not change. It doesn't straighten your timber. No, uh, sure the phrase, he, the old crooked timber of humanity type thing. It doesn't do right. any of that. It just makes yeah. you more of what you are, already smarter are. Yeah. at what you're already propen- yeah. what you already have a propensity to do. Yeah, and if that's, that's a bad thing, then you're just better at it. As he <laughs> as he pointed out there, uh, you had two upgraded p- people. He and his sister. Yeah. The first the first thing they did. Was tried to kill each other because of disagreement. Yeah, he and he <laughs> yeah, said and yeah. he said that in the book. He said, "Look at us. We're too upgraded, and we're already the, what we just barely <laughs> met, and we're already trying to kill each other." Yeah, um, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he did deal with that. Um, I thought it was well. I'll go ahead, uh, Jim. You were you were thinking about, um, well, whoever yeah. wants to go next. Yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll go next. I mean, I I just wasn't all that impressed by the book. I I don't know. I guess I expected a little better, you know, that maybe humanity would turn out okay. But, you know, on the other side of it is, too, we've faced, as, as a race, we've faced crises before, you know, from wars to pandemics. You know, you, you look at the polio pandemic, we survived. You know, we came through that. We came through COVID. Um, you know, we've uh, we came through other pandemics in Europe, the black death and that sort of thing. So I, I, I tend to be more of a positivist. I don't agree that, you know, his world was going to end. It's, it's going to change. It was, it was probably going to change. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I, I didn't care for the ending. All right. Short. <sighs> Next victim. Can- Short but succinct. (laughs) I can go next. Um, Okay, good. I thought the book was okay. Um, I like the premise. I I don't like the lengthy chase scenes. Whether I I've got thought those were a bit tiresome. And I also thought if he just would have talked to his sister about his idea of increasing 
what he did at the end, I think because he increased compassion, maybe she would have gone for it. But they yeah. didn't even really he didn't even really present it to her. I, I mean, he told her what she was doing was wrong, but he didn't present an alternate alternative to her. And I wonder if I don't know what you all think if his idea of increasing compassion would be a success or not. I'll accept the premise that for some reason the world was going to end, would be it global warming or whatever. They didn't, like you said, they should have maybe specified. If there was a disaster, would increasing compassion, would people work to resolve it? Perhaps. It certainly would be better than just increasing intelligence, in my opinion. But yeah. it would be interesting to see if there would have been an epilogue that said, you know, 10 years later, and maybe his um, upgrade also killed off millions of people who he didn't really seem to know that at the end. Yeah. And that was one of his arguments against her doing it was it was going to kill a lot of people, but he didn't seem to know if his would. So I would have liked an epilogue to see what happened, but I, but I thought it was an interesting book on interesting ideas and that's it. All right. Wow, we have a good crowd tonight. Roger? Let me, let me take my turn. I'm going to say that the, the whole book from beginning to end kept me interested and entertained me, so I guess I liked it. But I do have my criticisms. Um, first, before I start the criticisms, let me point out this. This is another one of those books that is more than one genre in one. Uh, mainly it is science fiction and a thriller. <laughs> that is exactly what I brought to the meeting last month was a science fiction and a thriller. That one was Spares by uh, Michael Marshall Smith. All right, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to say I really thought both books were narrated by the same person because the voices sounded so familiar, but then I looked it up on Bard and no, they had two entirely different names, so I guess they weren't the same person. Um, but they sounded alike. In any case, though, the problem with mixing science fiction with a thriller is I see science fiction as a literature of ideas. And this one did have ideas. I think the ideas were actually more interesting than the ones, the ideas in um, spares. But um, the trouble is all of the, the thriller part, all of the running around mm -hmm. shooting and killing and uh, fighting and all of that, which, uh, by the way, I don't really have anything against that per se, because I, I can read a thriller book and enjoy it very much. But the trouble is, when you mix it with science fiction, it tends to overwhelm the science fiction. And the most of it was just about uh, fighting each other and, you know, shooting and killing and all of that kind of stuff. But here's an interesting thing. <clears throat> I was reading one of the um, reviews on Goodreads, and this person uh, apparently had the same idea that I had, except he mentioned that starting with part two, actually he, he liked part one very well, but starting with part two, he thought that Blake Crouch was writing it to the movie, that he was writing it to make a movie out of it. And then I read the about the author section on Goodreads, 
And as a matter of fact, Blake yep. is a screen play writer. He is heavily involved in both movies and television. And yeah, I suppose this is the kind of story you would write to make a movie out of, a thriller movie that is just incidentally science fiction too. And by the way, I hadn't given it a lot of thought, but some of what Alan said there was, yeah, they weren't clear about what was going to cause humanity to go extinct. And they weren't clear about a lot of things because I think it was really concentrating on the thriller aspects. And uh, I'll say this. I've, I've said this about other genres. I don't like science fiction mixed with fantasy. I... I um well, I'm not gonna say I dislike science fiction mixed with romance. I read that uh the down home zombie blues and that kept my interest, but the romance did seem to be something of a distraction. But the thing is you're going to get books that are more than one genre. And even if it isn't straight out part of another genre as well as the one that you're reading it for aspects will come in like i think somebody once before pointed out that um westerns are almost always romances too where the um guy in the white hat gets the girl and all of that stuff you know um but somehow i kind of wish they would keep those cross-genre things to a minimum. I would rather read a science fiction as a science fiction and then read a thriller that's a thriller. Mixing them together, it's it's just, well, between the two, my favorite is science fiction and the thriller aspects seem to overwhelm science fiction parts so that it just kind of seems like it's given short shrift. And, well, that's what I have to say. Well, David, you made Hello. it. Yeah, I'm yes. here. I'm here. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure I was going to read the book, but I put it in yesterday, said, let me give it a shot. Because the other two I read by him, Recursion and the one before that, I didn't understand very well. This one, at least I understood, you know, it wasn't weird. It, recursion is strange with all these time jump things and the one before that was weird the way they had all these all, multiple universes and they dark he matter took, that's it and he took a shot or something to put his brain in the right way to get there those were strange to me this one was the easiest of the three to understand i do agree in a, a part with um roger's idea but unfortunately, we live in a cross-genre world. People love to mix their genres now to come up with all these paranormal romances or romanticy or um, historic mystery. And yes, this to me was basically a techno thriller. Hard. It was very hard science fiction set in the very near future, and it is a techno thriller. I definitely agree with him on that. I there was I like the genetic stuff. Um, inserted in the story the i guess they're almost info dumps so he doesn't go at it to the extent that kim stanley robinson i believe his name is is known for yeah. the one who wrote red green and blue mars and some other right. he, in, in he fact he wrote a book uh new york 20 40 wait 21 40 maybe that dealt with a lot of the same issues that 
with the you know with the global warming and things that are brought up in this book um so i don't find that um crouch did info dumps to the extent but i do like info dumps some people can't stand them but i like when they slip some knowledge into the medicine of, you know, they, they slip the medicine of knowledge into the sugar of fiction to totally flip the metaphor. Um, I like the scene where he's saying he can listen to a book and also read another one and have 70% comprehension of both. I wanted to tell him, and if you'd learned Braille, you could have done three things at once. And, and you know, you could have had three. In well, I don't thought know. of that, but that's true. That came to me right away. I and mean, I thought, <laughs> but then I wondered if he would have 70%, maybe it would take it down to 65% accuracy. Yeah. Some of these skills he had were making me jealous, like some of this processing and splitting your mind in a couple of ways were definitely making me a little jealous i agree that part two was definitely more cinematic and it was a lot of chases and double dealings with the government which didn't surprise me much at all i if the dark aspects of our government and black ops are as black as they say i don't know if i want to know all about them i did want to comment that the touches when they mentioned the hyperloop and the hypersonic jet those sounded lovely i wish we had that you know, yeah. the rapid transit. Yeah. But when they talked about um, how much poverty was in America, it was very disturbing. Mm. Um, lower Manhattan being underwater and mm. that 200 million people had died because his mother messed up something in the rice paddies. I thought, and this woman, oh, yeah, wanted, right. and this is yeah. the woman, and this is the woman who wanted to do genetic manipulations on people when she did something. I think it was a locust dealing with the yeah. rice. Patty. Yep. They don't. They don't say exactly what it was. They kind of just keep briefly alluding they, to this. They said it was a virus of some kind. That's if I remember. Yeah, that rightly. was supposed yeah. to give them resistance to yeah. insects, but yeah. it mutated and okay. started killing, uh, letting the crops or killing the crops or reducing their yields, yeah. and then it spread out of their control. And it caused, and it caused a famine. I thought, well, what kind yep. of geneticist are you? And would yeah. I want you fooling with my genes if you couldn't get the um, the rice plants genetics right? That yeah. seemed a little over the top to me. Yeah. Also, and, also, if I could interrupt, I, I mean, yeah. neither, neither one of them kids seem to like their mother. You know, that's the no, impression they, I Not get. to me. Agree. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they, they all of a sudden said, oh, you know, the sister went off and became a super soldier. And she all of a sudden she had this almost religious conversion. Oh, yeah, we got to do what mom wants, which is, you know, uh, if she was that into her mom, she would have stayed with her and worked with her. That's, the, you know, that's kind of what I thought. What what did um, Logan's wife teach? She was also a she was a sociologist. sociologist. That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. I had forgotten what she taught, and, and at the end they mentioned she was with an English professor. Right. That that ending scene was was really sad and touching. But you can see the movie. He'll smile and mm -hmm. walk off while they're all happily, right. You know he because he got himself so different, and too bad he couldn't have stayed in their life. Of course. I wonder if the government that he outsmarted, you know, by diving out of the skyscraper in New York City was still coming after him, which I'm sure they were. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they would have had to have, you know. Yeah. They, 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 they would just, have still wanted him. Yeah. And but, they would have gotten they would have gotten yeah. the stuff that the sister had because he didn't take that with him. Nobody blew it up. No, she blew but it she up. She blew it up. 
I was glad that's one thing she got. She blew up. She blew up the lab, but she had stuff with her. Right, but she was in the lab when when they blew it up. No, remember he left her behind when he flew out the window. She was in there still. That was that was on a different floor. That right. lab was on a but different. He threw floor, her stuff so she... into the water. Remember, he started yeah, throwing she it had all those injectors. Uh, she had all those. Yeah. Um, he threw that syringes. in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah he into threw... the East River. I'll tell you one scene I thought was horrible, and I didn't like it at all. Remember when he's in Las Vegas at the top of the ziggurat talking to this rogue geneticist who had all the Russians guarding him, and yeah. the, and the geneti- and the geneticist said, "We'll kill them." So he shot three of them in two point three seconds, just yeah. like you yeah. were shooting. Um, you were shooting maybe um, uh, in danger. Playing like, a video game. Yeah, mm. and that was I didn't care for. Yeah, some mm. of the violence was gratuitous in this yeah. book, and mm. that, and that's I've seen a disturbing trend to in fiction that way that some of these newer thrillers people get killed right and left. The gr- violence is gratuitous. Well, and, and also, then the geneticist says, "I just had to see for myself." Yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah. he just wanted to. He he had those <laughs> he, guys killed because he wanted right. to see if yeah, what they Logan like really was to do. Yeah, and then you right. to get yeah. to the geneticist, you went through this. Um, you know, they went through the building, and you saw these freaky animals the geneticist made. Which yeah, were, yeah, which for for rich collectors. Yeah, yeah. that was an that, abomination. That, that and he was working. He was working for the government too. That whole thing was made for the movies. Yeah, that that was all for the movies. Yeah, yeah, that was totally unnecessary. And yeah, he was one of the people, the government, as our government and other governments do, one of the illegal people, they let do what they need to do because they need access to the world that he's in. One of the games, one of the games governments like to play. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's realistic. I mean, yeah. Genetic manipulation, genetic manipulation must be one of these things that all these authors are glomming onto, I guess, because uh, there was a book. And the Clive Cussler Oregon Files that came out this past spring that uh, one of the major portions, plots in the book had to do with uh, manipulating Is people that and, Dirk Pitt or is that a different series? That's the Oregon Files series. Okay. That's no, David. By- it's, a, <laughs> it's Dirk Pitt trademark. Don't oh. forget the trademark. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> right. But I always thought he- that was a little... Anyway, um, he's he's not I, in it. Oh, no, no, he's men- probably mentioned or, you know, I think it's his D- Clive's son, though. I think Clive's dead. Yeah, he died yes, uh, a he couple died of years the, ago. Yeah, I read, I read uh, a couple of his. I read a couple of his, but they were so over the top that I just didn't stay with them. Oh, he, they were fun, though. They're you fun, know. but they are yeah. so over the top. Yeah. Well. I will speak about that in a second, but I haven't given my view of the book uh, yet. Yeah, I oh, I liked yeah. it overall. I have some criticisms similar to what I think of Sherry mentioned. That long scene at the end where he's going after his sister just went on and on. And I knew it was yeah. for a movie. I said, this has to be a movie um, script. Um, but he obviously did quite a lot of research. Definitely. I mean, he's naming, he names all these different genes, you know, left and right. And they're yeah. real. I Googled um, some of them. That's all real. Yep. He really did some research. I think that um, his descriptions of what it felt like to be upgraded were, <clears throat> I, I mean, jealous. obviously, obviously he isn't upgraded, so he can only imagine it. But, I think he did a pretty good job with that. 
I agreed with his reasons for stopping his sister, which I already mentioned, but I, I agreed with that because, you know, you just making people smarter is not going to improve them, you know, temperamentally. And, and a billion um, could die. Do you want a billion yep. people to die? Yeah. Right. Well, if it saves humanity, you know, it's like that thing where um, he did give, and I wish I had written it down now because he did give a, somewhat of a list of things and there's climate change, environmental degradation, and, you know, breaking down of civil society. I mean, we're already seeing that. Unfortunately, um, we are. I'm reading a book. I just finished a book that Bard just got a couple last week or the week before called The Coming Wave. It's a nonfiction Mustafa. book. Yeah, um, uh, Suleiman Mustafa, and he oh, talks about that, that because it has to, oh, I, I'm going to I'm going to send something to DB Review about it soon. But uh, but I just finished it from Bookshare. So I um, but it's about uh, our likely inability, though, we have to try to contain AI and synthetic biology. And one of the reasons it's going to be even harder to contain than previous technologies were, which were also hard to contain, is this breaking down of the nation state and the global order. And um, mm -hmm. so he talks about that. So I didn't take it to mean literal extinction uh, when he says that. I just took it to mean the breakdown of civilization in general mm -hmm. to some extent. I mean, there would obviously be enclaves. You know, there'd be wealthy like the dark people ages mm -hmm. with around the enclaves. They're, right. And so I, I, I liked it overall. I, as I said, I had some criticisms. I, I agree with some of them, but overall, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was there was some thoughtfulness to it. Um, I don't agree with this idea that changing humanity makes people not human. Um, I, it just makes them different. Uh, doesn't mean they're lost their humanity or anything, but, um, that, that phrase is thrown around so much when people talk mm -hmm. about, you know, altering the species and stuff. And I never went along with that. I was but, in general, um, you know, but look I really, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Evan, did you oh, find wow. this book reminded you just a bit? I was thinking of, I think his name is Daniel Suarez, and he did yes. a, one of his recent books was set partly in Singapore, and it dealt a lot with genetic manipulation, and it hmm. showed a world that was falling apart. Singapore was one of those rich enclaves. America had fallen apart into all this poverty and racial. Yes, and I remember that. And that was I that, cannot that, remember I, the book. I but, can't remember the title, but I. But I it was Daniel Suarez. I think it was his yep. last title. He's good. He is really good. He can um, be. But um, I got uh, one of his, and I, I, I now it embarrasses me because I can't remember the title. But I remember you know, somebody was talking about you know um, denying reality and people who you know deny science, and he said, "Well, reality has a hell of a backhand." And, you know, when you when you deny reality, it'll come it'll come and get you. Well, well, um, book, but it was a really good book. I remember. But I can't this, remember the title. I can't either. But in oh, this book, in this book, Crouch, book Crouch mentioned people wanting to be entertained and not wanting to face reality. And yeah, he, he's kept the, his social commentary wrapped up in this book was spot on. Too many people want to hide in their virtual reality headsets and hide in their social media. Well, and, it's and super it's it's uh, there's even a book. I think it's called Super Normal Stimulation or something like that, where 
the reality, you know, the, the stimulation you get from VR and from TV and from is, is more stimulating than reality is. And but that's the, why people are new, seduced by it. The new reality shows, though, are cruel. They said there's one based on Squid Game and everybody has to basically turn on everybody to get the oh. money. And I mean, it makes Survivor look pleasant. And it's like this reality wow. TV, reality TV, which isn't entirely real because it is staged and the people can be manipulated to get the ratings. It's like reality is turning into being so fluid now with the ability to, to clone your voice and make you say anything I want you to say, take your image and make you do anything I want you to do. And that I worry there was a book and I can't remember who wrote it, but it was something about how um, it was how science is it science and technology will end up breaking reality because you, it can be so manipulated now. With, with I, you know, I, I, I don't know. There's that whole thing about people trying to predict what the future is going to be. Um, you can't always do it. Alvin Toffler no. in the third wave missed the yeah. whole microcomputer revolution. Right, right. And you can remember, try. Remember years ago when calculators became the thing to have and everybody had their own pocket calculator and people were saying, oh my God, if kids don't learn how to use calculators, <laughs> they're not going to know how to do math. And, That's right. Okay, yeah. well, they'll learn how to use calculators. And if they really have to figure out how to do math, they will. You know, exactly. Socrates complained that people would not remember anything if they were able to read books. And yeah, so this goes all the way back. And teachers teachers have complained kids won't have to memorize if they can just look at look at Google. But it frees up their time to keep up and learn the newest technology, because if you're spending all your time learning how to spell and learning how to do math, there's so much, and learning Greek and Latin, there's so much new stuff you won't have time to do. Unfortunately, right. technology creates. But I think uh, I think I I I also agreed with what I think it was Sherry. Mm. Maybe it was uh, said that if they had just talked to each other a little more, and she was, and she could have said, "Oh, are you going to go along with me this time?" When he showed up in uh, when he showed up in Colorado and they were eating dinner. And yeah. I would have thought he could have said, yes, but I want to make some other modifications that yeah. I think will be. And we can talk about that. And then but then there, I don't yeah. think there would have been a story because. No, no, um, they would have all lived Or he could have had a different story where they were working together and somebody found out and they had yeah. to, you know, work run together. from the government. Yeah, that stuff. I would have yeah. liked better. That he been could better. have yeah. he could had how things would have worked out had they yeah. gone forward yeah. with that kind of yeah. enhancement. I hated the scene yeah. where Tiffany is shot. Remember the lady that the, the man, oh, that, the, yes. that the National Guardman said, if you see my sister, you know, um, tell her, you know, we're worried about her. Yeah. And he was leaving the house and this yeah. other man from his sister's side she just shot her. She was coming down the stairs. She was yeah, probably. I, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't need to shoot Tiffany. I didn't like no, that. Right. Was, oh, that. She was, was going to, she was going seat. through the changes. She would have survived yeah. and maybe been right. like him. Was that was yeah. that, was that Daniel Suarez novel Change Agent by any chance? Yeah, that was it. That yep. was it. That was okay. it. Right. Yeah, right. got it. Right. Good book. Right. Very right. good. I okay. hope he writes. Yeah. I'm ready to see his next one. And somebody better get the third Andromeda and Dork mess out. I'm getting tired. Is it out yet? I know. Yeah. Oh. Speaking no. of, and speaking I don't even of, read that kind of science fiction, and I need to finish it. Speaking you know, of Daniel yep. Suarez, speaking of Daniel Suarez, I read his book Demon. 
And in fact, I brought that one of these meetings as my book once. And that one was a mixture of science fiction and thriller, too. And in about fact, the computer? Yeah. Yeah, and, the computer game. Uh, and, there was. But, that was when I read, I'll be quick, where it said that we really do have all the scientific advances, but the government sat on them and would lock up the scientists, and they, they kept them in some sort of prison, and it was how the scientists got out. And, of course, I don't remember that either, the name mm -hmm. of it. But he did say that a lot of the science fiction we grew up with as children had come to pass, but the government wouldn't allow it out when the scientists would disappear or things would have, they would get co-opted by the government not to produce it. And I forget. What's what that Roger? Okay. But, but I, Roger? I, I was going to say that in the book demon, um, it was first and primarily a techno thriller. Uh, actually science fiction was secondary to it. It was a techno thriller. But I said that, the trouble with mixing thrillers and science fiction is that the thriller part kind of overwhelms the ideas that the science fiction is all about. In the book Demon, though, all the thriller aspects were the ideas, and mm. that it worked out really well in that case. I think maybe <clears throat> it might have been because the science fiction was secondary from the very first, and it was exploring the ideas of what would happen if this super intelligent demon actually did kind of take over the world as it did there. Don't forget to read the sequel if you haven't read it. There is a sequel I, I, to it. I have not read the sequel, though. It's called Freedom Trademark. Oh. I think there's actually a trademark after it or a registered trademark oh, wow. or something. I, but it's called Freedom. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, but... See, uh, this thing about mixing genres, though, I mean, technology is so advanced now that how are you going to write a, a, a book about the, a temper, even a contemporary book about modern society without, you know, a certain amount of technology in it? I mean, it's it, even a science fiction book or a techno thriller that takes place even modestly in the future, five, ten years, is going to be, you know, it's going to have a mixture of genres because it's going to be technically it's going to be science fiction, yeah. but it's going to read like a techno thriller because right. there's already a lot of science fictional tech around now. The thing is, what I was trying to say is uh, if science fiction is a literature of ideas, um, uh, thrillers are a literature of uh, shooting and killing, shooting and killing, shooting and killing is kind of the opposite of ideas. It's just um, almost mindless. Which well, what about all the science fiction that has battles in it, like Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Space opera. Yeah. There's all kinds of shooting and killing in those. Yeah. David Drake just died. We just heard Yeah, what a Drake. shame. I mean, this is a tradition. I mean, military SF is a long tradition. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the ideas, you have to have ideas to have science fiction, but those ideas have to have applications. Somewhere, right. they're not just out there in the ether with no yeah. app. They're I just don't not like mixed theory, genres. You know I, mean? I give but me give me is, a mixed genre anytime. I I, I, I don't mean, mind Dune, that at all. Dune, are good the at classic, it. the classic science fiction <laughs> novel Dune has a huge battle. At oh the my end. god! Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. But, it it kind of drags on and drags on, and they get into the philosophy and the religious stuff, and then oh, all right, we're going to have the battle at the end. <laughs> Well, yeah, that would be okay if the, the battles just didn't overwhelm 
the right. is. But yeah. no, like, like now, I don't necessarily have anything against thrillers. I know that Alan here likes Jack Reacher, and yes. I've read some wow. Jack Reacher books. And yeah, that is mostly shooting and killing, shooting and killing without a lot of ideas to it. But it's entertaining. It is entertaining. But when it comes to science fiction, well, yeah, I'm a science fiction reader, and I prefer science fiction. And I get intrigued by the ideas that are brought up, and I'm interested in seeing those ideas develop. But then when they're just kind of set aside and made turned into background so that you can have shooting and killing, shooting and killing and shooting and killing. That, sure. that bothers me a bit. But like I said, this one, this one upgrade. I'm, I, I guess I liked the book because it kept me entertained all the way through. But um, Yeah, and there was definitely some of that at the end. There was a definitely an overly long sequence that you know, where he's climbing up the building and then yeah. he's climbing the stairs. And then all and then the concertina wire. and Yeah, and then yeah. he's glad. That went on way too long. Too long. Yeah. 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 But he managed to pack enough. Obviously, he managed to pack enough scientific knowledge. And he did think about the issues. He talked about it before, you know, the the, the long action scene. And, he, and, and there were other action scenes, obviously. But he, he talked about it. He didn't talk with his sister enough, but he... Uh, and he thought about it. You could see, you know, when he was thinking about it, when he was hiding and creating his new identity and stuff. And um, and then at the end where she says, you just can't do nothing. And he says, well, and then he realizes that, you know, she's absolutely right. When you see how things are going and you have these abilities, what you can't just do nothing. And so that's what? when I think he finally realizes that humanity, then he realizes that he's going to try something. Yeah, and but that what may be a see. Maybe that'll be the sequel. I don't know. Yeah. I hope so. What happened to the cool. people in that town that survived the virus? The, you, you know, they never say. We don't know yeah. anything about. Yeah. it. Yeah. I know they were just. They could be the they... sequel. Yeah. Yeah. I, came up I, with... <laughs> I, I I just have to interject that Jack Reacher does have some shooting and killing in it, but it has a lot of thoughtful stuff in it too. It's mm -hmm. not just shooting and killing, Roger. It's got so, it's got a good it's got a it's got good storylines. Yeah, and the, and and the guy's killing people that need killing, and, and he does a really good job. Uh, I mean, James James uh, Grant, the guy who's really Lee Child, that writes for oh. Lee Child. The guy's smart. I mean, and, and especially the first ten or twelve novels got 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 some good storylines in it. I mean. Richard has killed some people, but I mean, yeah. they need killing. But maybe, right, I, I, maybe I, I got I got through the third novel or into the third novel, and it just I don't know for some reason I lost interest in it. I don't know why, but but I, I mean, you read you read like now these are old now, but at yeah. the time you can read some Tom Clancy books. Oh, sure, and they're full right. of technology. Yeah, you know I mean? for Red October, maybe. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, maybe I used the wrong example. Maybe I should have talked about Stony Man. Now, Stony Man, um, you can't get through a whole page without a lot of <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Really no, torturing and yeah. descriptions of people being blown apart and all of that. See, I won't right. even read that. See, I won't yeah. even. I'm not even yeah. going to touch that. Yeah. Uh, well, it's I violence just, for violence sake, probably. Yeah, yeah, I can't. You know, oh, well, that reminds me. I was going to mention this earlier. I started a what might be considered now a science fiction book, but I don't know. It's called Omega Rules. 
by Eric Van Lustbader. Oh, and I'm, I'm mad and at I him. I used to like him. I used to like him. I used to like the Nicholas Lanier. Yeah, those, those yeah, were good, they were cool. They, but they kept getting weirder in, in the in the magic win. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they got more esoteric. But this this new Omega Rules is about this guy who made a major advance in quantum computers and his corporation is supposedly now bigger than all the governments of the world i mean there's all kinds mm -hmm. of within 15 minutes there are three murders God. and we have no idea why any of them were committed and i quit i just said i just i don't i don't know um there's this it starts out with this intelligence agent who's stalking this guy who appears in this garden and he and he um shoots him and then he goes back to his apartment and his lover's waiting there and yeah. somebody comes in and attacks him and he kills him. And then his, he's wounded and his lover takes him into the shower, proposed, supposedly to uh, assist him in cleaning himself up and kills him. And I'd oh, had geez. enough at that point. I got about 15, 20 minutes in and I said, that's all I need. Evan, you, you know, know he, 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 <laughs> it was it was weird. I read the novel Taipan by Clavel, and then I got um, that was good. And then I got uh, the first uh, Van Lesbader ninja yeah, book, the ninja. Then, yeah, that was good. And then the second one, the Miko, okay. the, the Miko. Yep. And then the, there was a third one after there that. Were about White five. Ninja. Yeah, but they they got too weird. They got too know, weird. They, I agree. They started talking about magic this and magic that. Well, yeah, that, that was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did but, a series. He did a series, the science fiction series. It was a science fiction <laughs> fantasy. Roger would oh. have had a stroke. It was a techno <laughs> fantasy. There should have been more. He stops it at the at book three. The, there was one called Ring of Five Dragons. The oh. um the was it the the was it something about the pearl? I think the pearl is what the series was called. <laughs> And there should yeah. have been more. There should have been more. His last one was written in 2003. Then he gets the big promotion to finish. To write oh God, the Ludlum, the yeah, Ludlum books. Yeah, and yeah. it's like to hell with his other series. Uh, yeah, this right. Where the money. Right. He made me yeah. angry because that's very disrespectful to your fans. He needs to go back and finish that other series. That is incredibly disrespectful. But I, yeah. but I got this book because it has. And then he talks about this guy found a way to use infinite quantum bits. And and I, that turned me off also because yeah. quantum bits come in discrete numbers. You can't yeah. have an infinite number of them. Um, and so he just, he just didn't know what he was talking about and he just was in for violence. And I, I just thought oh, I'm going to skip that one, but, but see that's science fiction technically, because it's about something that hasn't been invented yet. That's scientific right. and technological. But I like but, my science like you do to be based in something that could happen, a conjecture, right. not just right. pie in the sky so, stuff. But well, all right, there's a lot about, of soft there's a lot of soft about, science fiction. Uh, what, what about what about books like Number of the Beast and uh The Cat Who Walks Through Walls? And, oh, I didn't read that's Heinlein, isn't it? I yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, some yeah. Of his stuff is weird. Yeah, I didn't they read, all I didn't read all of his stuff, like the Methuselah, whatever it's called. That Methuselah's book. Children. Yeah, I never read that. I liked Kleinlein's Juveniles better. You know, the ones for for like high school readers, like Red Planet and Space Cadet. Those yes. are fun. Those yeah, are they're fun. good. They're good. Those are fun. Those other ones he got. Friday was okay, but yeah. he got and I liked. I will fear no evil, which I think Evan said he did not like. Where the that guy was one of the, that was probably the, if I had to think of a, a nominate the worst, worst book I ever you, wrought, that was tried, the one that was it. 
Yeah, I think I, I liked it get because halfway through it, Gordon Gould read it the original. He one did on a nice record. job yes, with he that. Really yes, did. he really did. He yeah. did read it. But I'll the newer version, and unless Madeline Bazard, yeah. yeah, Madeline Bazard read it. Probably should be. I guess you could you could argue uh, in a way read by a woman. Yeah, because he's, the, his brain is like his it's, awareness is in the yeah. woman's body. Right at the right. end of the the book, the, his his friend Jake jumps in the same. It's, I don't know how yeah. that was gonna. Go. It was it was weird, and it was he has a teenage <sighs> prurient interest in sex that comes. He out does. In yeah, his yeah. novels like like, yeah. like I don't know like a teenager, and this man had to be old. I mean, he died in the 1980s maybe he was born in 1908 and he was yeah, 1907 uh, he died in 88 so he, he yeah. became he they said yeah. he was more right-wing than hitler by the time he was I, old no oh, I, and, yeah, no I, I, I disagree with that you don't think he was that no no i mean he was a libertarian i wouldn't call him a hitler i mean how okay. many people didn't how many people did Hitler kill and how many people did Heinlein kill? You know, I love his. I mean, I, I liked some of Heinlein and he is one yeah, of the three along with, you know? with Asimov yeah. and Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah, they I are don't the, think the he Holy belongs Trinity. in that company, but I have you don't personally. No, no I think he's no. highly overrated. I always he thought Heinlein was overrated. He was an entertainer. That's really but what Asimov, he was doing. to me. Asimov's characters to me could be flat. Like well, Susan Cooper, well, he's, the robo psychologist. Susan yeah. Cooper, I think. Susan Calvin. 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 Oh, Susan Calvin. I'm sorry. Calvin. Yeah. She she was she was interesting. His books are interesting, but I don't. I never found that his people were very warm. You know, he, no, he's they're better very on one dimensional. Yeah. yeah, he's better on plot. Just like well, ben see, Bolver. there's a science. He's a more purely science fictional oh. most of the time, but he had science fiction mysteries also, speaking of mixing yeah. genres. Sure. He had his yeah. old caves of steel, steel. steel cave. Yeah. yeah, those caves of yeah. steel. Caves of yeah. steel and yeah. the naked sun. And some yeah. short stories. He had a collection yeah. Oh, yeah. of short yeah. stories. The, and he the, wrote the, all that other nonfiction. Uh, he, he's, he wrote all kind of nonfiction in history. Yeah. And oh, my goodness. Right. Yeah. yeah. He did Probably what James Patterson of... wants to do, but Asimov did it all himself. He didn't outsource yeah. it. He didn't have to have a staff. No, he no. did it himself. He did over 500 books. Wow. Space. By, by the way, by the way, somebody mentioned a moment ago about an author writing about something where he didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, uh, Eric first, Van Lusbader. First thing that popped into my mind when I heard that was I remember watching a, a science fiction show on television. I forget what it was, but one character... um mentions the name of some kind of chemical and the other character said that's an isotope isn't it <laughs> if you know the first thing about chemistry you know that everything is an isotope <laughs> oh geez that's almost that's as almost as bad as saying that's a molecule and yeah <laughs> You know, the, no, I, Evan, the worst science fiction book, Battlefield Earth, or that ten. Oh, I part, won't read him. Or that ten part thing he did. Uh, oh, we scared Alan away and Sherry oh. away. But yeah. that, that that ten part series he also did. Um, they were like Black Genesis was one of them, and they the, like the head of the the capital city of the world was fourteen seconds ahead of everything else, so that nobody could attack it. They would always be able to see into the past fourteen seconds. Oh. It, yeah, he L. Ron Hubbard's is weird. I don't know why John Travolta went and made a movie out of Battlefield Earth. I read it, but it was it was stupid. It was awfully long. It was I John John Stratton, I think, read it, but I could be oh, wrong. Oh, I, I could. I, I, yeah, the poor guy. I, I just feel, don't I feel like bad L. Ron. For 
no, he's it was too weird. It's that Scientology, and it's just he's just too strange. Yeah. 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 He, well, he, in his biography, Heinlein said the guy was a moocher, you know, always borrowing money and coming and staying with people. And, not, and then you know. inventing this wacko religion with yeah, all these women yeah. around him. He was a yeah. schnook. I mean, in Germany, yeah. you can't even have Scientology. They won't allow good. it. Yeah, it's well, cult. good. Yeah. All right, guys. Heard that. Well, um, we'll see everybody in January. Next month. We yeah. have to bring We're something. Doing bring your own book next book. month, okay. whatever you want to read, or what. And you don't have to have read it in yeah. the next month. You can talk about something you read last year or yeah. ten years ago or whatever you want. Um, the next meeting will be on the uh, January eleventh, twenty twenty four, Thursday wow. evening. Let's bring yeah. your own book. 